All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. We have bunches to talk about today. Uh, No politics, kind of. We're going to talk politics a little bit, but uh, not the fucking politics everyone else is talking about because that's played out. Uh, Two things we want to talk about today. I'm going to jump in first. Um, I... This, this goes back a long time, Jake. I had you listen to a podcast, but what I didn't tell you is uh, the reason behind my wanting to have you listen to that podcast. Was that Hidden Brain or Planet Money? I forget. That was Planet Money, wasn't Planet it? Planet Money, yeah. I, was, I, I, uh, I got through about half of it. I had to do it right before the, the, this podcast, but I, I got the gist of it. Okay, well, let me give you some backstory to you and the listeners. And I actually wrote a blog about this a couple of weeks ago because it was on my mind. Um, when I was in high school, I uh, took speech class. I didn't take it. It was assigned to me. It was one of those. It wasn't an elective. It was high school. You're just like, you know, here's your schedule. And uh, in speech class, we had to learn to speak in front of the other students and give different kinds of speeches. Uh, humor, um, I think narrative, where we read from a book. And uh, one of them was persuasive. We had to give a persuasive speech. We picked a topic, and it was kind of like debate, but without the debate. We just had to be persuasive and try and get people to think like we did. Fair enough. And what I did, what I did was I chose euthanasia. I didn't know fucking anything about euthanasia. I think I just read it somewhere, or it was like something like, here's a list of shit you might not have heard of in 10th grade. So Right, you thought I, it was going to be, they were going to be talking about sweatshops and stuff like that. And then you open it up. And you were like, oh, dude, it's not even the same spelling. This is a totally different thing. Exactly. Yeah, euthanasia. I, yeah, that would have, I, sweatshops, that would have been a good one. But I thought it was like a metal band. Euthanasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I don't fucking know. So anyway, I, I find out what it is. And I'm like, oh, that seems logical and cool. Like if someone is nearing the end of their life and they are not even, not even uh, let's, let me take that back not even nearing the end of their life because they're old, like if someone has a debilitating degenerative disease that is going to kill them and is killing them, it's like having you know your dog or cat put to sleep. Allow them the choice to say, hey, I'm raising my hand over here. I would like to be put down humanely. I do not want to suffer through this disease. Yeah. So I did my speech, and I don't remember if it was good or bad. I don't remember anything about it. What I do remember is at the end of the semester... Every student was told, hey, uh, you learned all these different speech styles. Choose one, and that is your final speech. It's like the final exam is you choose a speech style. I don't remember what I chose. It doesn't matter. What I do remember is a boy in my class chose euthanasia and persuasion. But what he did is he was so offended by my speech. All I talked about, like, I didn't have anybody on death's door. I just said, wow, this seems like a really smart, logical, uh, compassionate idea. What this kid did was got up and he literally started to cry. And he said, my grandpa's sick and I don't want anybody killing my grandpa. Please don't take my grandpa away from me. And it was, I sat in the back of the room thinking, this is complete bullshit. But after the class, all the girls were hugging him and everyone was saying, yeah, why would anyone kill your grandpa? He didn't even talk about the fact that euthanasia is the desire to leave the world. He looked at it as... We would learn later with Sarah Palin, death panels, people going in and killing his grandpa. And so the whole See, point I'm of this is... See, I'm the other extreme. I'm in favor of death panels, man. In fact, I don't even think we should need a panel. I say <laughs> if you're wicked old and you're walking too slow up a subway platform, it's time for society to push you over the edge, man. 
I, I don't have time to wait for that kind of bullshit. <laughs> and, well, and, and including that kid's grandpa. In fact, especially that kid's grandpa. Go still well, with him. I would hope he's fucking dead by now because if he was on death's door all those years ago, I can only imagine what kind of fucking Terry Shivo vegetable crypt keeper looking old fuck he is these days. Cause this maybe is our Lord ago. and savior, Jesus Christ has been keeping him alive in a vegetated <laughs> state since then. <laughs> For reasons unknown, kind of he's going to yep. wake up and be a, a beautiful recipient of the Trump presidency. He's been in a, a coma <laughs> slash stasis. For he wakes all up these only years. four years to vote for the Republican candidate, no matter who that is. <laughs> Just and, to and, keep him alive. Yes, and then and, he goes and, back and, and then the good people at the uh, the Catholic hospital that he's being kept alive at put him back under. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the reason I brought this all up, and I had you listen to the podcast on Planet Money, uh, the podcast listeners, you should check it out. It's called The Town That Loves Death. Well, years ago in the 1990s, um, I can't remember. Do you remember if it was a medical adjuster or an insurance adjuster or just the doctor said, you know, we need to start talking to people about death. And what they did is they sat down with people, you know, perfectly healthy people, normal, healthy people, and said, we want you to sign out a form, uh, fill out a form, and you are in control of your destiny. If you get put in a Terry Schiavo vegetative state due to a car accident or disease, do you want to be kept alive? And overwhelmingly, people started saying no. They're like, no, fuck that. I don't want that kind of life for me. And what happened was medical costs plummeted because the most expensive uh, part of medicine is final days, final years. We've all known that those life support machines are fucking expensive and run another test. And so La Crosse, Wisconsin, the city this took place in, has the lowest medical costs of any city in America, and it's because people actively opt out of ah, bullshit life-saving measures. That part of the podcast. It was just starting to get into the uh, health care costs and everything. Now it's kind of coming around. That, uh, well, see, it doesn't even sense, matter because... So we can, because that way, when we discuss this, we can do, discuss both sides of it. I can discuss the cost side of it because I heard of it. You can discuss how you feel because I haven't asked your opinion, although you gave it with the death panels. Like, to me, it just makes sense that people should be allowed to die with dignity. It's not a matter of a, uh, an emo teenager going, I'm sad. I need to kill myself, which I'm all in favor of, because if you're an emo teenager, I don't have fucking time for you either. Yeah, and besides, but, if, the, if, if the government doesn't help them kill themselves today, I'm going to have to read their Facebook posts tomorrow, all of which are multiple <laughs> paragraphs. You know what I'm saying? I don't have yes. time for that bullshit. If I even have to click read more on any of your uh, Facebook posts, if they're that long, I think the government should step in, man. I say two to the back of the head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So let's talk about this. How do you, you said you're pro death panel, obviously a joke, but let's be serious for a second. Like how can anyone in their right mind be against compassion unless it is a mind that is so warped like that kid in high school or Sarah Palin who takes it and turns it around and says, you know, how dare the government be in control of my body? But that's not it at all. They're so stupid. They don't realize it's you being in control of your own destiny. Well, that's what I think it is. I, I think it's mostly people that are just sort of uneducated on the subject and and they're being fed what little information they know about it by people that are against it. And I, I mean, I suppose you could, you know, I'm, I'm playing this from the other, 
side of the park here. So absolutely, I, that's what I want you to do. If you can throw a devil's yeah. advocate at me, do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm just sort of trying to get myself in in the minds of them. But no, I, I'm saying I'm playing it from the, the side that's pro euthanasia, and I'm not a fucking doctor either. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like I. I'm going to be almost as ignorant as they are <laughs> just playing for the other team. Um, so know that I am, I am on team euthanasia, but I'm like a second, third stringer. Okay. So this may sound kind of <laughs> dumb, but, uh, all of what we do is dumb, Jake. That's the whole point of us. We're dumb. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, but uh, we are sexier than the fucking experts, you know, so you should listen to us and not them. Uh, but I, I, what I'm guessing why they're against it is, as, as far as like the, the big religious base for is, is, is religious reasons, you know? And, yeah. and so most of the people that, that kind of listen to them are sort of just taking their advice and, 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 and they're skewing the facts a bit. And I, I think a lot of it isn't just like, uh, oh, the religious dogma itself says it's wrong. I think a lot of it is uh, people that tend to be really religious also tend to be kind of fatalists. Like, uh, you know, just put it in God's hands, put it in the spirit's hands, put it in whatever, and just shit will turn around. And so I think what, what they're thinking is not necessarily, oh, they're they're just killing people that, uh, you know, want to die because uh, they were Cleveland Indian fans. And after they lost the World Series, they were just like, fuck <laughs> it, I'm, I'm going to Dr. Kevorkian. Uh, he needs to send me with Jesus where uh, the wild thing is still pitching. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and he's not a coked up crazy man. But uh, I, I think the what, what they're thinking is um, from red carpet to people that are that are terminally ill are going to these people. And, and it, yeah, they would be the only ones getting this. But maybe there's a chance, you know, that that their illness will get cured either by God or some mystery or, you know, sometimes you do hear stories about people who were given six months to live with cancer and it's been eight years now and they fucking had kids since then or you know I'm, those rare stories do happen this but, is true this is true but i think yeah, that's why there's that's a system in place that says if you are literally terry shivo and your brain is dead and you're not doing anything like um oh fuck i had a thought that i lost it god i think damn they it. should have um wrestlemania rules okay for that sort of thing. Like, you remember how um, uh, if a guy was in a chokehold in pro wrestling uh, from when you were a kid or whatever, they yeah, would, yeah, uh, yeah. the guy would be on the ground and the ref would raise his hand and drop it. And then he would raise his hand and drop it again. And he would raise his hand. And if it dropped to the floor the third time, that was the same as being pinned or whatever. That means he's out. And then Hulk Hogan would always stop his hand before it hit the floor the first time. And he, it would shake and he would slowly raise it. And then, he'd, you know, get up and suplex people. I say... Same rules, man. With the guy in uh, in the coma, you got to raise the hand three times and drop it. On the third time, that means pull the plug. There you go. I remembered what uh, what my thought was. Um, I think we've talked about this in the past. Uh, you have more experience in the Middle East than I do. I traveled there several times, and one thing I got told when I arrived, you talked about putting everything in God's hands, and uh, that's what I was told is a way a lot of the Islamic world operates, that in Kuwait... 
they couldn't get people to wear seatbelts. Like the, the medics yeah. uh, would, would be treating these children because the people would get in their cars or they just cross the street without a crosswalk because, inshallah, it's God's will, it's in right. God's hands. And then they get in a, far, in a fucking car accident and it's like, oh, yeah, must have been God's will. And it's like, no, dipshit, maybe God wanted you to put on a seatbelt. Yeah. And that Should argument can go— six times that day. That's <laughs> But that, that could, argument can go both ways as far as what we're talking about is, well, the science of God created this, uh, this uh, end-of-life machine that does the breathing for you to keep you alive longer versus, you know, well, God created uh, the mechanisms to have abortion. Who's to decide which is good and which is evil? Yeah, and on the eighth day, God said, let there be respirator pumps. You know? <laughs> that part, God, it's in the deleted scenes of the Bible. But no, well, yeah, that's why, that's why you need the director's cut. That's why you need the director's cut, because they had a vision, they wanted it in there, and then someone made changes, probably a studio head, and yeah. Yeah, but, well, they had to get the, the, the rating. It was rated X because of deleted scenes. Remember, there was a lot of orgy scenes and animal masks and things like that. That was Caligula. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. I, do, I always mix up those two things. I always mix up the Bible <laughs> and Caligula. I got to quit doing that, man. Well, one thing I wanted to get about with this is I think it is in part, and you touched on it, the idea that uh, um, you know people are getting bad information or relating to religion. I think another part is people, and I don't want to talk about the election. I really don't, and I'm sorry, listeners, because uh, I'm going to. People respond to simplicity. They don't respond to complex thought or rational thought. If you tell them, well, I have a very good economic plan. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. And someone else says, make America great again. Obviously, the shorter, more simple message will resonate with people that are simple themselves, that are not intellectually curious. And we see what the results of that are. So if I stand in front of a classroom of 10th graders and say, hey, this is a neat idea. You should be able to kill yourself. And another kid goes, I don't want you killing my grandpa. <laughs> People respond to emotion. They don't well, respond see, to logic. See, you should have you doubled down. You, you should have stood up and cried and said, I really want to kill that kid's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I mean? Fucking fight fire with fire. Fight tears with tears. That's what I say. Fucking make it, yeah, make them stand. It's like now we're equal. Now we're both crying. Now we can have a debate. Emotions off the table canceled itself out. Here's my arguments. Now give me yours. I wish I had been that smart, but I wasn't. God it's always, damn it, always ask what would Jake do in any situation, you know? Acting and it stays the same. The same. The I was thing. just going to say, yeah, WWJD. Yeah. Even you yep. can even steal one of those bracelets from a Christian and wear it for yourself, man. To to always remind yourself, what would Jake do? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, keeping in uh, the election, um, so we've solved one problem. Uh, when you are confronted with a situation where someone's trying to be emotional, respond with emotion and kind, and then ask yourself, what would Jake do? Uh, yeah. The second thing, now, there was an obscure ballot measure in California that I did not know about. Jake, fill in both me and the listeners as to what took place in California. Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't all bad news for the election. Uh, there were several states that uh, legalized weed. This uh, is California true. was one of them. They also had in California a, uh, a question about a ban on on um, porn without condoms. I don't know if you uh, you guys knew this, but uh, about I think two years ago, something like that, they they passed a law in California saying that uh, 
male porn stars were required to wear condoms in porn. We uh, talked about this, and yeah. we called it because I said they're just going to go somewhere else, and they just yep. went outside of. They, uh, to they went to Vegas. The Vegas. Right? They went yeah. to Vegas. They just started. Vegas uh, production saw a boom. So what's going on now? Well, so now uh, the people have spoken, and uh, condoms are back off in porn, which is uh, the people have spoken. Yeah. Donald Trump is our president, and porn should be condom free. Bear back that motherfucker. Which is kind of weird because I feel like I feel like the Trumpster would uh, uh, be in, in in favor of not having to have condoms and porn. I, I think that's one of the few things that me and him align on. Uh, very few things, but I'll bet uh, he, he doesn't seem like a very strict guy when it comes to porn standards. No, no, I, I would not believe so. It's good news if there's any if there's any listeners out there who are also aspiring male porn stars like me and Nathan Timmel are. Uh, you, you are also ecstatic for this, and you get to now uh, film in California, not just Las Vegas. So good news for all of us. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. One of the uh, prime things about pornography is the money shot at the end, where right. you're putting the load either on the boobs or somewhere else, and uh, how do you do that with a condom? Do you really just, like, bang until you're about to come and then stop and then take that thing off and then spray? Or did the money shot go away during those years, at least for California productions, considering everybody said, yeah, no, the money shot's important, we're going to Vegas. Well, I mean, what, what do you do? Well, the reason it's stupid to have it in, in, in porn, I mean, I, not like stupid, stupid. I get why they want them to have it. It's a safety thing. But, you know, the big production companies, they, they test them for STDs. Like on a fucking weekly basis, man. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, have you know. to get blood tests. It's yeah, not just yeah. a questionnaire. Like, how you doing? I'm fine. Okay, you can fuck. Like, do you pick every so often? Yeah, like yeah. Every so often there is an STD scare, but it's 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 because someone lied or they went. They literally one was someone went to Mexico and did a porn and came back with the disease, and but they get caught right away. It's like they shut that shit yeah. down. It, it's not like. Two years later, they realize, oh, we infected a thousand people. It's literally within a couple of weeks or a month. Not that it's right. good for anybody that happened within a month, but it's like they stay on top of that shit. It's not like uh, E. coli back in the day when E. coli would break and suddenly you have people dying and all that. They 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 shut it down. They they trace it and right. they see where it came from. And if if you have condoms in porn, it's not good because it makes the porn more realistic i i know that like people that are against porn in general go it portrays an unrealistic view of sexuality it's like yeah that's what people like about it you wouldn't want a realistic view of sexuality you wouldn't want to see me being filmed drunk taking a lady home from the bar <laughs> at 3 a.m and now i've got whiskey dick so i'm going down on her for an hour and a half not because I want to go down on her for that long but because i'm trying to you know just beat that thing against the side of my leg until i get some blood some, there. Yeah, yeah. Some form, a kick, something, any anything that'll help me uh, get the job done. That would be a realistic uh, portrayal of, of sexuality, okay? There's no whiskey dick in porn either. Um, and yeah, you wrap it up when you're sleeping with strangers. Uh, that's, that's sort of a realistic thing. But porn is, it's about like fantasy. It's like, well, uh, I, like entertainment. Yes, yes. You just said it. Fantasy. I used to do a joke about this because um, 
whether listeners know this or not, my kids came about due to in vitro fertilization. My wife and I had issues with fertility, so we had to use medical science, and I had to go to a hospital and beat off into a cup. And the, the joke was true. What happened was I got to the hospital, and the porn was all female porn, meaning it was sensual and involved massage and kissing and candlelights and and bathtubs and 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 like all this sensual shit. Yeah. And because that's a woman fantasy porn, is she wants to she she likes the massage aspect, the foreplay aspect. Whereas male porn. That's why there is, needs to be more bros working at the OBGYN clinic. You know. Exactly. One, one, because one place they're dropping the ball is the porn department. Because we just need, because guy porn is all about different fantasy, which is ding dong, pizza's here, brown chicken, brown cow, and you just get right into it. Porn is fantasy. It's fantasy for men and women. You just find what you want to fantasize about and watch that. Because like you just described, real sex is not glamorous. Do you remember, Jake? Because I do. I'm not going to go into detail here. But I remember the first couple times I tried some porn shit. Like, yeah, that position looks awesome. And it's not. It's cramped. And you're like, sex is fun because it's sex. You don't need to be doing like 20 different flips and and contortions. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and do this position where you're standing up. uh, Yeah. You know, that's ridiculous. That's for when that's for for when we were still animals, when we were hunter gatherers and we had to fuck standing up because at any time a goddamn jaguar (laughs) was going to jump out and kill the whole mood. And we had to run from that thing so we could finish later and keep the species going. Now uh, we have like apartments and bedrooms and stuff. And And we can be a little more comfortable, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 like I like well I, I couldn't even go into description because I don't remember remember I just remember the feeling I remember like oh this is how you have sex and just going ow my leg is cramped ow this is uncomfortable and then like just a couple of the standards missionary doggy you know but like they're they're all good positions sex feels good without all the nonsense it's sex it's supposed to feel good. Yeah, and now I got—I can't lie it's to you. It's not supposed to be CrossFit with a boner, man. That's not—that's <laughs> not what's going on here. That's not right. And I no, have I to want admit, you to bang me while you beat on this tire with a jackhammer. Like, no, I don't want to. When that. I when I see porn these days, if I see them doing some kinky shit, I laugh. It's not a turn on. I'm like, well, that's not realistic. That's just stupid. So, like, well, I have yeah, to watch very basic topic, porn. The, the people that want like the condoms in porn because they're like, oh, it's it's bad and I haven't like. There's so much more disturbing shit in porn now than the lack of safety. Like, I don't know if they've been watching any streaming porn lately, but there's shit in there that'll haunt my dreams forever, man. Like, it's not like I, I don't think we're watching the same porn, shit. Dude. What are you talking about, dude? There's always if you're on if you get on any streaming porn site. And you're a dude like me who likes, for the most part, just kind of regular porn. I, don't, I can't yeah, think of Yeah, I like that I, that middle I of the road, just sex. Yeah, man, just like the normal shit I used to steal out of my dad's sock drawer when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Good old yeah. wholesome porn. This stuff on streaming <laughs> porn, because it mixes all in there in streaming. You're just trying to look, oh, I'm going to click on the thing that says hot blonde lady, you know? And now there's all kinds of weird people jacking off on feet and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I'm not into this. And, but it's all it's all thrown in there. When, when you scroll down the things, there's all kinds of sick shit. Like this stuff that's on the streaming stuff now, this is not your grandma's porn. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they got grandma porn, but that's not what I'm, yeah, like. I'm they talking do. like good old-fashioned white picket fences, candlelit missionary position, pictures of Jesus in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of shit. 
this stuff. Now, like if we're voting on stuff to take out of porn, all right, uh, first thing I'm going with that tends to mix into regular porn, any porn where the cameraman talks to people. Holy fuck do I hate that. That's the most annoying oh, shit see, ever. Oh, I, see, uh, I always have the volume really, really low for the most part because I'm not looking to, you know, it doesn't turn me on to hear some strange guy just like, oh, yeah, baby, oh. You know, yeah, cameraman right. I, or not, I, I so my volume's low anyway. Actor, but dude, the worst is the cameraman. The cameraman <laughs> that'll just sit. There. I don't it's know usually that I've like heard amateur that. porn and shit. Oh, dude, it's it's, it's fucking they're constantly yeah, you like that, you like riding that dick, and it's like an old fucking dude with the camera. Uh, it's like just, yeah, see, I, that would turn me off too. Yeah, like the hubris <laughs> of these fucking porn directors now, where they go, oh, people ain't gonna be able to jack to this naked lady, not by herself. They need my input. It's my <laughs> voice that makes them come. It's my grisly old voice that makes dudes want to fuck. Like, no, it's not. Shut up. And it's not like these things are narrated by Morgan Freeman either, okay? Like, it's a weird <laughs> dude, usually with a southern accent for some reason. I mean, Morgan Freeman oh, makes anything Oh, because that's the Bible Belt, and that's by... where all those uh, girls are experimenting for the first time. Yeah, either that or I, they're just bad at porn down there. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know why... They, they, they feel the need to fucking jabber while they're holding the camera. But that's a, hopefully in Trump's America, he'll jail those motherfuckers. That's what I'm <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He seems like a man who knows how to keep porn classy, you know, make porn great again. That's what I say. That is a slogan. See, I might have voted for that. I might yeah. have voted for make porn great again and not weird. Now, see, I'd be against um, uh, what you said, like getting rid of some shit like if you, for some reason, I mean, because there, I will, as long as nobody's getting hurt, I am fine with niche porn. I'm not going to watch it, but if you create a segment, so like you say, it's not a jigsaw puzzle of whatever you click on gets you something you don't want, as long as it's categorized like, hey, do you want to listen to the cameraman talk? Click here. Fuck do you no, like it's not categorized anymore with this streaming well, it stuff. Should that's be. what I'm saying. Oh, see, that's I'm a why porn we... fascist. I'm a porn... Well, uh, segregationist. That's then I'm going to run for president. Keep the shit away from my shit. I'm going to run for president on a make porn great again thing, and I'm going to make it categorized so you click on exactly what you want, and you don't get all this fucked up garbage in your feed. You keep I didn't that know it was dirty out German there. fetish porn off my land. That's oh, right. Oh, God, Germans. What is wrong with them? Dude, I don't know. Something, for some Inventors reason, so of much the glass of that nasty table. fetish shit seems to come from either Germany or Japan. They're still the axis yeah. of evil as far as I'm concerned, as far as <laughs> porn goes, man. Well, I do not disagree. Anything else you want to talk about in closing seconds, or do we want to cut this one out early on the listeners? No, I'm, I'm down for cutting it off early. You know, I feel like it was, it was, a, it was a nice let's, quick one. It was let's good. pull a, a Costanza. Yeah, let's pull a Costanza. We're going to go out two minutes early, listeners, because we want to leave you on a high, not a low. Tell us your thoughts on porn and uh, any other thoughts. NathanTimmel.com, JakeVever.com, and there are comments available on the SoundCloud link. All right, bye, kids. Make porn great again. Later.